0: This is The World in 10 from the Times of London on Monday the 31st of October. I'm Sonal Patel. And I'm Steve Forbes. Brazil veers left in a close-run election that sees
1: Lula da Silva back in power. There's an old sports cliché which is a win is a win. And that's certainly what some people in the coalition around Lula will be saying. But it is very tight, it's very tight.
2: And missiles rained down on Kyiv after Russia conducts a strike on Ukraine's power supplies.
1: At least one infrastructure was hit hit that has knocked out power to parts of Kyiv and has a limited water supply.
0: It's one of the biggest comebacks in modern political history. Two years ago, Lula da Silva was in prison. Now he's set to lead Brazil for a second time, but with a much more difficult global economy and a very divided country.
2: I consider myself to be a citizen that has a process of reconstruction in Brazilian politics because they tried to bury me alive. And I am here. I am here to govern the country from a very difficult situation.
0: The 77-year-old promises to give voice to the whole of society, not just the right wing, to tackle the economic crisis and to protect the Amazon for the good of the world. Lula casting his vote. Jair Bolsonaro, the incumbent, consistently questioned this election, undermining its validity the more dire the polls became. Jonathan Bonfiglio is The Times' Latin American correspondent.
2: What's interesting at the moment is that his broader ecosystem of supporters isn't really out there, or hasn't really last night, been out there questioning uh, too loudly what took place despite the narrowness of the victory.
0: The man he beat, Jair Bolsonaro, had led Brazil with right-wing conservatism.
2: We want democracy back, we want respect.
1: At this moment we have the chance to, to say that we don't want dictatorship and we want
0: democracy. Times Radio spoke to Anthony Pereira, an expert in Latin American politics.
1: From the beginning, when Lula came out of prison, He gave a very, very moderate speech about what he thought was wrong with the Bolsonaro government. And it was not highly partisan. It was very sort of broad church. They needed to have a very, very broad front to have a chance to defeat President Bolsonaro.
0: Jair Bolsonaro has yet to concede. Whether he does without a fight remains to be seen. What is already clear is that Brazil has chosen a different path, left defeating right in the battle for the nation's future.
2: The Ukrainian capital of Kyiv is suffering from power and water outages after Russia launched a wave of missile strikes across the country. A series of blasts were heard across the city, with smoke seen rising after more than 10 explosions. Mayor Vitaly Klitschko said part of the city was cut off after strikes on critical infrastructure facilities on Monday morning. Freelance journalist Sergio Olmos lives in the city and has been speaking to Times Radio
1: at least one infrastructure was was hit that has knocked out power to parts of Kyiv and has a limited water supply so my apartment building does not have any water supply and uh, the the mayor Vitali Klitschko of Kyiv says that uh, engineers are working now to restore power to about 350,000 apartments.
2: The attack comes two days after Russia accused Ukraine of a drone attack against Russia's Black Sea fleet off the coast of the annexed Crimean Peninsula. Drones have been used in recent attacks by Russia across Ukraine. Sergio Olmos told us what it's like to live in Kiev at the moment.
1: Really loud sounds kind of make people pause at like an intersection uh, because the, the the drones, the Shahid drones, the Iranian ones, they sound like um, lawnmowers, so... Any kind of whiny engine sound kind of makes people nervous. There
2: has been no word yet on casualties from the blast, but officials in Kiev say 350,000 apartments were left without electricity, water supplies were affected, and mobile phone systems were down in some areas. Attacks were also reported in Kharkiv, Lviv and Zaporizhia on Monday morning.
0: You're listening to The World in 10 from the Times of London. Analysis and insight into global events, all in just 10 minutes.
2: On the way, 100 people are left dead after two car bombs explode in Somalia and more changes are planned at Twitter following Elon Musk's takeover.
0: Pictures show an impossibly twisted bridge over the Machu River in Gujarat in India. One end turned down into the water. People desperately clinging on. Children among them trying to climb to safety. This man saw what happened.
1: People were hanging from the bridge after the accident, but they slipped and fell into the river when it collapsed. I saw and called rescue workers at around 6.30pm.
0: Disaster struck as the holidays for Diwali were coming to an end, and authorities say the bridge may not have been able to take the weight of such large crowds. Sukram was there. He says children were falling one on top of the other. The bridge over the match issue dates back to the 19th century and reopened only a few days ago, following a six-month renovation job. Opposition parties are already demanding an investigation, claiming that proper safety checks weren't carried out. Meanwhile, the emergency services and the Indian military are still trying to find survivors. More than 130 people have been killed, but that death toll almost seems certain to rise.
2: At least 100 people have been killed and 300 injured after two car bombs exploded in the capital of Somalia. It happened at Mogadishu's busy K5 intersection on Saturday, with emergency crews still clearing blood from the streets days later, and the death toll is expected to rise. Local businessman Mohamed Behr was close to the blast.
1: I have a shop near Zobi and next to Salam Bank. When I was in my shop, I heard that big noise and immediately the shop collapsed on us and I was injured and bleeding.
2: The attack is the deadliest since a truck bomb exploded at the same intersection in October 2017, killing more than 500 people. No one has immediately claimed responsibility for the attack, but the country's president has blamed the Islamist Al-Qaeda-linked group Al-Shabaab, a group that frequently carries out bombings across Mogadishu.
0: With the latest on another record-breaking day for the Formula One world champion, is John Jackson.
2: Red Bull Racing's double world champion Max Verstappen won the Mexico City Grand Prix on Sunday to set a Formula One record of 14 victories in a single season. The Dutch driver led from pole position at the Autodromo Humanos Rodriguez and took the chequered flag over 15 seconds clear of Mercedes driver Lewis Hamilton. Red Bull's Sergio Perez finished third in front of his cheering home crowd after a race low on thrills but with plenty of strategy. Verstappen's win in Texas last week equaled the record for most wins in a season on 13 alongside German greats Michael Schumacher and Sebastian Vettel. However, there are more races now than then, with the 2022 season featuring 22 compared to 19 in 2013 and 18 in 2004. The next race is the penultimate round of the season and takes place in Brazil in two weeks' time. Social media platform Twitter has been embroiled in fairly negative headlines ever since Tesla's chief, Elon Musk, decided he wanted to buy the company – The $44 billion deal was completed just a few days ago, and now the new owner has denied reports that he's set to lay off some employees before next month to avoid having to make special payouts as part of their compensation deal. Musk has already fired Twitter chief executive Parag Agraval, chief financial officer Ned Siegel, and legal affairs and policy chief Vijay Agard on completion of his takeover. He had accused them of misleading him and Twitter's investors over the number of fake accounts on the platform. Musk tweeted to deny cuts would be made before November 1st to stop those employees receiving stock grants as part of their severance package. Twitter will likely see a number of changes made under the stewardship of Elon Musk. One of those is the way the platform's verification process works. Musk has said it's being reviewed and it could mean those with a blue tick would need to be Twitter blue subscribers, paying a monthly fee to do so.
0: And finally, the Swiss on track, breaking world records. If my terrible pun didn't give anyone a clue, we're talking trains. A Swiss rail operator has set a new record for completing a journey with the world's longest passenger train. Steve will astound you with facts.
2: Prepare to be astounded. The train is 1.9 miles long. That's just over two kilometres. And it has 100 coaches. It completed a spectacular 15 mile journey through the Alps with an astonishing seven train drivers. The world record attempt took place to mark 175 years of Swiss railways. And you've been listening to The World in Ten from The Times of London for Monday, the 31st of October.
0: This podcast from The Times
1: is brought to you in partnership with Google Podcasts.